0: Oh, my computer crashed.
1: Oh no, I've got a virus.
0: Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com
1: Hello there. You're listening to Linda Pinizotto of The Condo Expert here on the Hayes FM. Today at the studio, we are speaking with Francine, who is a condo owner. Numerous issues have come about, uh, different topics of discussion regarding board of directors and maybe even the demographics of your building, your community, the type of culture you have within the building, qualifications, what people should be looking out at, and does buying a condo where do owners stand? Do they know what's going on? Are they told what's going on? And if you're looking to buy tomorrow, what exactly do you know? So, Francine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great. I mean, we've had so so many conversations already on the telephone back (laughs) and forth. I mean, (laughs) coming on air today will be excellent because we'll be able to tell the audience uh, just all of the different details regarding condominiums. How long have you been a condo owner yourself? Uh, It'll be exactly a year last Friday. Really? So do you have regrets at this stage of oh, the game? Oh, yes. Many. Really? really? Many. And did, did you come actually from a house or what? what was your transitional move?
0: I lived in a townhouse in Ajax and moved out to Mississauga to be closer to my daughter. Oh, so you have, a t- you have a condominium right here in Mississauga. That's right.
1: Excellent. Well, that's where the show is being uh, taped. So <laughs> for all you Mississauga residents out there. So basically, I think, you know, did you know any information when
0: you decided to buy a condominium or what, what prompted you to purchase one? You know, I thought I did. I had done some research on condo ownership and uh, my idea was that this move would be my last move. I would put down roots and uh, pay off my mortgage and retire paying just maintenance fees. And that's just not how it's going to (laughs) go.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because uh, yesterday on CTV, I was actually featured, I was on CTV news last night because the issue had to do with a couple who purchased a property many years ago, as a matter of fact, and their value today has actually declined and their maintenance fees have literally gone through the roof. Mm -hmm. I mean, the value of this property is roughly $110,000 and brace yourself, their maintenance fee is $800 a month. Mm. It's up in the Jane and Finch area, but on top of that, uh, three hundred and thirty dollars as a special assessment. So, and that was because they had problems with their underground uh, parking garages. Mm. So, what what gives you the negative feeling right now with your purchase? Is it is it, obviously it's not the unit. It's uh, it's about the condo building.
0: It's about, the unit is large, it's uh, bright, it was clean. When I came to the building, my lawyer had said, you know, check out how the building is maintained, look for cleanliness, look for, you know, is there anything that looks like needs to be done, and then ask questions, when is it going to be done? So when I went to the building, it was, I I went more than once. I went a couple of times, and I did talk to people in the building. And they were all very happy to be living there, very happy with how, you know, how clean the building was. Even the stairwells in the garage was, like, very clean. And everything looked lovely. When I moved in, I thought, you know, I I started meeting people and got to know that it was, there was a lot of different cultures living in the building. And I, I liked that myself. And then I I found out that there were a couple of people that were not happy in the building and were going to great lengths to get people to, to try and get rid of what was currently happening. They wanted to take control of the building. So these aren't board
1: members. These are actually people that were, were they on any degree of a smear
0: campaign to
1: the present board?
0: Absolutely. And one of them was actually on the board and he was divulging information to people and they accepted it because, wow, he's got to know because he's on the board.
1: Oh my God. You know, I had that same kind of thing happen to me. Uh, I I own a condo up in uh, Blue Jays and Front. And we had the exact same thing where we had an existing board member who created a smear campaign against the president of the board, Mm -hmm. who was actually a board president for five years, having gone through all the warranties for five years, saved that building over $320,000 worth of warranties, did all this hard work. And then next thing you know, we had this one director who made the decision to team up with other people in the building and literally created a smear campaign. And guess what? That smear campaign was actually against me. Can you imagine?
0: Yes, I <laughs> if can. If that can
1: happen to me, can you know, Francine, yeah. uh, with all the knowledge, I am so sorry to hear that. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm floored. I'm floored.
0: And, you know, they targeted, and then there was another gentleman that came on board as well. And um, both of these guys don't appear to have any jobs. And they appear to be able to spend their time knocking on doors, tracking people down, and telling people, you know, building up fear within the community. And they targeted people that were easily manipulated, the seniors in the building, telling them how much things are going to change. And of course, th- these people have been there a long time and they don't want to see change. They want to see things exactly the way they are.
1: Right, and,
0: right. you know, and they targeted these people. So they only had to work on a certain number of people in order to get their campaign through.
1: So did they, did they go and requisition a special meeting? They did. Okay. So then all they basically need is 15% of ownership for a signature. So they can maneuver literally only 15% of the building. And that's what
0: they targeted. That's what
1: they targeted. And as soon as they discover,
0: as soon as they discover that you're going to ask hard questions and you're going to ask for like proof of what they're saying, then they leave you alone.
1: Well, yeah, because they don't, they don't really want to tip their hand of what it is that they're up to. So they, they tend to get their close buddies that they've kind of come across and, and cried to over the last maybe six months to a year.
0: It, it it was a long period. I mean, really? I moved in in March and uh, the first AGM I went to was absolutely ridiculous how these people that I would have expected to act like mature adults were acting like bullies in a schoolyard, the way they bullied the board, the way they bullied the auditor and bullied the corporate uh, lawyer. And it was shouting and name-calling. It was ridiculous. And nothing, nothing was given at the AGM meeting. It was shut down. So people who were there who wanted to hear what's going on. So you, to, so you
1: mean the new board shut them down or you mean that that particular director shut them down? That
0: group of people that he had rallied. Oh,
1: so he planted the room. Oh yes, my God. Absolutely. So he
0: planted. Oh, this is typical. And this they is, had a lawyer. That's got a exactly lawyer
1: what they do. They, they yeah. bring. Oh, wow. Anybody. I have to put a warning out there for a moment, Francine. Anybody, any condo owner out there, please listen to this. If you see a lawyer, a condo lawyer at your AGM, warning signals, the board of directors is out of control. They're using the lawyer as a smoke screen to keep control of the good people in the audience who want to know what's going on. Because don't forget, the bad board, the smear campaign group, they're already premeditated to know exactly what they should be doing. It's like straight out of a movie.
0: Well, no, they had their own lawyer. Our corporation lawyer didn't even get to speak.
1: So they had their lawyer they that targeted brought, through. So then that means right. that the other board members, okay, in, in our case, in my case, it was it was very straightforward. That lawyer was there to shut down the meeting. Right. At one point when I asked a question, he actually had the audacity to warn me. Can you imagine? Warn mm-hmm. me. <laughs> it was kind of a, or else. And then I asked him a second question and then I got a second warning and Francine On the third question, he said to me, Mrs. Pinazotto, I have warned you twice now. And at that point, being the personality that I am, I stood up, I walked to the front of the room, and I looked him straight in the face, and exactly what is it that you're warning me about? Freedom of speech? Human rights? The fact that I own in this building and I have questions that I need answers to? Are you going to call the police? What exactly is it that you're planning on doing to me
0: Good for in a you. building that
1: I own? Thank you. Oh, it was, it was awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you all the adrenaline was racing. Tell you the problem, though. I looked at the audience. I looked at the fellow owners in the building. Mm-hmm. There was about 30 people, 32 people in the mm-hmm. room. Fear, mm-hmm. afraid. Mm-hmm. afraid they were afraid they saw that something was corrupt they saw that there was a problem would they help me no afraid total fear yes oh so sad
0: yes and that and this this AGM it was the lawyer that they brought in to represent a unit owner
1: oh wow. but she
0: was actually representing several and they had already done their little team building and they had already done their they're planning to disrupt the meeting. And she basically got everything shut off of the, uh, the agenda because one unit owner said they didn't receive the package for the meeting. So she says, well, then we can't discuss it.
1: Oh, really? Yes. And how did the corporation lawyer handle that?
0: He said he, they tried to speak, but they couldn't. They were jeered. Like, I literally, they, they couldn't speak. For wow. all the jeering and, and you know, and then they called the, you know, that meeting ended disastrously. A lot of shouting.
1: Oh my God.
0: A lot so of So they just called the meeting. Neighbor. They
1: called the meeting. Did you know that there's something called an address of service? And here's what that means. It means that if a unit owner, okay, whether they live in the building or they don't live in the building, whatever the case may be, they need to provide an address of service to the condo corporation. So when the condo corporation sends out the AGM package they will send it out in accordance to the address of service. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question is, is whose responsibility it is. So if somebody hasn't received a package, is it because the board is holding back the package and just not sending it out or they're stamping it? Like, I'll I'll tell you what we've had in the past where the board is actually stamping the envelope to show the date of of the mail-out time because there's a period of time. It has Mm -hmm. to be, I think it's like 20 days prior to the AGM. It has to be in the owner's pockets. Mm -hmm. So what they do is that they, they get the stamp on it. You know how you have electronic stamp, but they don't put it in the mailbox. So what they want to do is they want to literally ostracize and prevent unit owners from receiving the package or they're just flexing their muscles to say, hey, you know, I'm in charge. You, you cannot do anything. I don't really care whether you're a condo owner or not. So basically, they mail it out and, and the condo owner will get, say, two days prior But the stamp will protect them under the Condo Act, which states the guidelines of when that package has to be sent out.
0: And I believe that that's happening with our current board. Oh, no. But with the former board, they absolutely wanted everybody to have the material. They wanted to discuss what was going on. They wanted to discuss what was coming up. And the two people that rallied all of the, you know, Mm -hmm. they didn't want that to happen. And subsequently the board had a information meeting and that just fell apart because again, they came and they had these like ridiculous questions that they were asking. Ridiculous questions. And again, shut that meeting down. They were not interested in any of the information, they just wanted to shut the board down and get them out.
1: So I got a question: What was the property manager doing in the midst of all of this? Was was that he or she were they vocal? Were they quiet? Yes, Did they no, look afraid? No,
0: vocal, vocal has any like I truly was disgusted by the events of those meetings and how they ran. They were not. Whenever they tried to speak, they had a mic. Even with the mic, they could not drown out these people that were shouting out ridiculous things and what about that one
1: what about that one director
0: he stood at the back and said nothing. He just oh, he just watched th- the game go yep, down. That's ah, it said, yep. He, he, okay. And yeah. at, at times he would say, "I had nothing to do with what's going on," like meaning you know.
1: Oh, so he just he, he he basically did exactly. We had two people that submitted uh, resumes to get on the board, mm-hmm. and the resumes were tarnishing the corporation. I mean, who submits a resume that will actually have statements in there suggesting non-transparency, suggesting mm-hmm. foul? Play yeah. suggesting. So they used a resume to suggest problems, and the resume, the decision of the board was not to include the resume in the packages as per a recommendation from a lawyer who then turned around and said, yes, these resumes are def- defaming the building and the corporation. So mm-hmm. how can you possibly, especially when you have out of country owners possibly mm-hmm. or off-site owners, yeah. they're going to get a package and then they're going to get resumes that are making these kind of sinuations. You can't possibly put those resumes in the packages, but it was planned. Yes. It was planned. They had it planned. They knew that if they put that kind of a resume together, okay, that we as a board would make the decision that no, we're not including it in the package. So what did they do? The one who was a litigation lawyer, she turned around, used her own firm and sued the corporation. Hmm. Can you imagine? So was that not oh, yeah. pre-planned? It's, it's unbelievable yeah. with these people. Yeah. It was, okay, so the question is, why? Why? So let's get into that. We'll have to take a break, um, but we've got to get into the, the whole theory of why do people go through so much trouble To turn everybody's lives upside down, to cause all sorts of problems, to create smear campaigns, disharmony, corruption, problems within a condo building. We're talking to Francine, a condo owner, firsthand listening to it today. Stay tuned. It's Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert on the Hayes FM. We'll be right
0: back. (music)